Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where we always have something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. I am your host, Adam Peddle. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And today, we are going to be doing the biggest fantasy sleepers for you guys. Those guys that you are finding late, late in the drafts, like an average ADP of over 200, and the guys that could potentially win you your league. (gasps) But before we get into that, guys, please make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below, the whole shebang. And also, if you want to win a Blue Jays jersey, then hop in the monkey knife fight and use our code TODAYJAYS, place your first bet, and then if you do that before April 1st, you will be entered to win your choice of a Blue Jays jersey for free. So, so, uh, what? make sure you do for that free. for and, free. And guys, not many people in it right now. So if you enter, you could get a re- you could have a really good chance. Mm-hmm. Really good chance. Must be 18 and over. Yes, yes. And uh, and I would say the same thing for those of you who want to win your fantasy league. Ooh. If you draft these players, <laughs> you will have a very, very good chance. So um, I have three. You have yes, three. Uh, Do you want to start off by giving me your first out of your three? Absolutely. All right. So, guys, obviously, the catching position is not a very deep position in fantasy baseball. So we got to find these guys if we're not going to get people like Will Smith, Perez, Contreras. If we're not getting those. Oh, JT Ramuto. Of course. Couldn't forget him. Uh, If we don't get those guys, we got to make do with someone in the late rounds. And that person I think you should grab is James McCann, now signed to the the New York Mets. James McCann is finally now a full-time catcher after, you know, seven seasons in the big leagues. He finally gets that starting role. He's going right now at the average draft position about 204. Uh, so if you missed your, if you missed your catcher, you want to grab James McCann. Late. The last two years, 149 games, he batted for a slash line of 276, an on base of 334, hmm. uh, a slugging of 474, and an OPS of 808 for a catcher. That's pretty elite. 25 actually. bombs. Yeah, that's pretty good for a catcher. Man. And he's going to be batting eighth in the lineup, which I know is a little bit later. But here's the thing: he's batting behind Dominic Smith and JD Davis in mm. that lineup. Dominic Smith slash line. 
for the last two years is 299, 366, 571 slugging, and a 937. Whereas J.D. Davis is 289, 370, 483, and an 853. So he's batting behind two really good players. Yeah, and the Mets are an elite lineup overall. And we've talked about this countlessly on this podcast about how they are a team to beat. Um, it's also important to know too that uh, you know, like he'll be in that eighth spot. But uh, but the beautiful thing about that is that he could potentially turn over the lineup as yeah. well to Frankie Lindor, mm-hmm. to Jeff McNeil, to Alonzo, yeah. you know, to Conforto. Those guys can bat him in, right? Yeah. Because when James McCann, he was mainly batting in that heart of the order in Chicago in 2019 as a backup catcher, mm-hmm. but then he got pushed down a little bit, but still had a decent year. But with that full time job now his. I think he's going to take off this year, and especially at an ADP of 204, you're going to want to get James McCann in your lineup. Seems like a, seems like a definite steal at that position anyways. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like, it feels like, because you're right, man, like, the catching position, it is dry, um, and a lot of the times I do miss out on some of those other higher players, but yeah. I feel like James McCann is definitely in that in that realm of could be major breakout Absolutely. Uh, for, uh, for 2021. Who do you got? Um, the next so, so my first guy, is a uh, is a relief pitcher, um, and and his name is Jordan Hicks on the Saint Louis Cardinals. He throws like 103. Uh, well, he throws faster than anyone has ever thrown ever because he has the fastest pitch of all time. Really, I thought it was Chapman at 105. No, 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 no. Jordan Hicks. Uh, Jordan Hicks beat him out, man. He has the fastest What's recorded he, what he ever throw? pitch. More than that. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kid you not. He has the fastest recorded ever pitch, and this is a guy who regularly hits 103 miles per hour. Wow. Now, the thing was, in 2019, he was off to an incredible, incredible start. Uh, he converted 14 out of 15 save opportunities. He was looking dominant. That was through, like, 30-something innings, and then the kid got hurt, and he had to go and do Tommy John. Ugh. Not ideal, and we haven't seen him ever since. Now, I think that's the reason why he is as low as he is right just now. Just about him. Uh, yeah, we're, we're literally just forgetting about him. So I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, well, all of the numbers when he was the starter look great, and in 2018, too, his expected numbers, everything looks super good. How is he right now? He's coming off of Tommy John. Apparently, he's done a bullpen sesh. He's hit 102 miles per hour. No loss in velo. This guy is 24, which I love to see because when somebody does go down with Tommy John, you much easier to recover when they are younger compared to when they are like 34, for yeah. instance. So... I think that this guy is a shoe-in lock for like a ton of saves, and you can get him right now at an ADP of 218. Uh, It feels like it's a real steal. It feels like he could start the season off um, sharing that role with somebody else, but I think that he will very quickly, yeah. uh, very quickly take it over. I mean, even if you have holds in your league for whatever category league, or maybe you have holds in your points leagues, like that could easily work. And yeah, being a closer too, you know, that's easy. I think he's going to easily take that job back. You know, he's at <laughs> an expected slugging over his career of 270. That's pretty low. That's very low. The league <laughs> average is 402. Yeah. Uh, so his expected slugging is 270. So uh, so no one really hits off of this guy um, when he is throwing the heat as yeah. he does. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I like recommend. him. I like him. I got him last year, and he got hurt with me last year, so that sucks. But mm-hmm. he was really nice. He was really, really, really nice. Yeah. Who else you got? So I got another guy. This is an infielder, second base, third base. His name is Eduardo Escobar from Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm. This guy is their middle of the lineup guy at an ADP right now at 249. So getting into the area for some leagues where literally you're not even drafting. Yeah, this this is starting to get into waivers because a lot of leagues uh, in a 10-teamer, 
uh, you'd have 23 draft spots. So yeah, this is undrafted now. This is undrafted. So if you're, if you're really shallow on your second base, third base depth, I would consider picking up Eduardo Escobar. Why? Because his upside is really high. He only hit last year of a slash line of 212, 270, 335, uh, you know, an OPS of 605 in in 54 games. But I'm not really too worried because literally what he did in 2019, he started off really, really slow. Mm. He started off very slow, very cold. He actually was dropped. Little experience from my time in the league. I picked him up when he started getting hot. He proceeded to hit 35 home runs that year. Yeah. Really evened out all of his slugging. on the wire. I got a really good steal. Ended up being like sitting in the top 10 for most of the season. (laughs) And he ended up getting his slugging back up to 5'11", right? And it's no fluke because in 2018, he was 5'14", his slugging. Right. So, you know, I'm going to blame the short sample size and the slow start to that. So, again, if you need that spot, Eduardo Escobar is super freaking cheap and could be a big part of that Arizona Diamondback lineup. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like Escobar is one of those players where, uh, like, bounce back could definitely be incoming. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, especially on the Diamondbacks, man. Like, I feel like if they're going to have offense, like, he's going to need to play a role in creating that offense. He is the offense with Marte. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much, you know. And it's like, if I'm going to buy in on one of those two guys, I much rather wait like several several rounds yeah. later on Escobar than pay up for a, for a Cattell Marte and yeah. I'll be honest like I'm I don't I don't know what that lineup's going to look like um but I feel like when he's going undrafted you can take a flyer on this guy in the last round and, or, and feel pretty good about absolutely. it absolutely even if you don't draft this guy and no one else does like and he's on the wire like keep your eye on him yeah like star him up star him up get him on your queue you know um or not queue but uh your wish list yeah and yeah uh, and uh you know hope hope he hope he breaks out Agreed. Agreed. What do you got Um, now for number four? My second one here is an outfielder. Um, He is going at an ADP of 255. So again, we're in the category of undrafted or like right in that last round. And this guy is Aaron Hicks. Now, I can't speak too highly on what he does with the bat because he's actually not an elite hitter. He's maybe a average to below average hitter what he is elite at though is uh, his on-base percentage he is a monster when it comes to the on-base percentage he's kind of like their version of Kevin Biggio Uh, he's been good he's been getting better at it his whole career and I think the biggest thing that stands out to me for this guy is that he's projected to bat third in the Yankees lineup yeah and for me that just means production like we are looking at somebody you never get people who bat third going undrafted right and this guy's gonna bat third on arguably the best lineup in the whole league i feel like that is just a recipe for production numbers for runs for rbis and uh and if he does take a little bit of a step up in the bat um which he did do in uh in 2018 he was pretty good back then um then i think that this guy will be an absolute steal coming off of uh like what is the waiver wire and you can have him as like your fourth outfielder yeah yeah literally your fourth outfielder even your fifth, depending on how you know how many people you got. Exactly, you know, and and anyone who's going to bat between Judge and Stanton and Lemayhew and Voigt, like yeah. you're sandwiched between all of these guys. Yeah, yeah, lots of numbers, lots of lots of potential. Yeah. to uh, to get some points on the lots board. Of walks, lots yes, of walks. Exactly. I feel like he could be right up there for a lot of runs this year because yeah. he's going to take those walks. He's going to have a high on base percentage, and <laughs> Stanton and Voigt aren't going to miss. Stanton, Voigt, Torres, and yeah. if Sanchez is back. And doing Sanchez things, you know, getting home runs as a catcher. And yeah, no, I mean, he's going to get scored. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I like him. I like him. And my last guy 
is a pitcher. He's a starting pitcher right now for the Detroit Tigers. And you're thinking, Detroit Tigers, oh my God, they're bad. Mm-hmm. But this is their number two prospect in Casey Mize going at an average draft position of 287. Um, Casey Mize, we actually just watched him play the other day, and I was thoroughly impressed with yeah, his me command. Too. With his, he did walk a few guys, so I, mean, I just counter uh, my, my own thing, saying he had good command. Uh, but he he did look awesome, and he's expected to really cr- he's expected to crack the rotation and and take another step forward, kind of like Nate Pearson for us with the Toronto Blue Jays. Right. I almost put Nate on here, but he's hurt right now, so I'm kind of like I'm just gonna wait and see. Mm. So for the purpose of this video, I'm gonna go with Casey Mize, which is another good prospect. The rotation right now is i'm gonna be honest it's kind of ass yeah um, it's pretty bad dude it's literally boyd who's kind of he's only got a strikeout potential yeah. turnbull's been kind of ass fulmer like he was in the was he in the pen last year kind of starting kind of butthole he got turan ass butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously i'm running out of words for ass so butthole urania they just picked up we watched him too he was poopy and then scubal had a rough beginning to his or career last year but i think i didn't look too much into scubal but he could be like one of their another prospects right. but casey mize is the guy to look for he's got good stuff he could be a diamond in the rough if you're well, if you're low on pitchers yeah i feel like he's a see he might be one of those guys where i don't know if i'm gonna draft him but i'm 1000 percent gonna be keeping my eye on him as things progress because you're right, dude. I liked a lot of what he was doing yesterday, yeah, yeah. Um, and I felt like like in the future, if it's not this year, he's definitely going to be some dude that uh, like we're going to know this guy's name at some right, point. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like like in our kind of 10-player league, 287 is really deep, but if you have someone, you know, if you're in a 14 or 12-player league, like now you could, now you'd look to yeah, grab to this justify, guy and store yeah. him. And, uh, and yeah. also, too, like if you if any of you guys are like doing a keeper league or a dynasty league, yeah. do not sleep on Casey Mize. Casey Mize. Um, the Detroit Tigers, although they look... Um, sorry, I'll use your terminology, butthole right now. Um, (laughs) They will not be butthole for too much longer because they have a lot of non-butthole prospects coming up, and this guy is definitely one of them. So I would hop on the train early. Um, My last guy here, average draft position of 320, also a pitcher. He just signed. It's Jake Odorizzi. Mm. Um, I feel like this guy is just going way, way, way too late, and I think that that is a product of the fact that he was uh, like up until literally like two, three days ago, yeah. not on a major league roster. And I think that people have just completely forgot about him as an option. Um, but he is definitely serviceable. Not going to say that he's going to win you your league, but I do think that he will be the second or third pitcher on Houston, which is still a very, very good ball club and uh, and should pitch for a decent amount of innings. He's about a strikeout per inning guy. Um, I feel like there's just there's upside here and this guy's going to be on the wire. Yeah. And um, if you're, like, strapped for pitching, maybe you took a bunch of bats early. This is definitely a guy that I would target and have as my fifth or sixth pitcher. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, he might actually start increasing ADP as we get closer to the season because people are going to start grabbing him. I do think so. Um, So if your drafts are soon... Notice this, recognize this, that you're not going to see him in the last little bit. You got to like search for him a little bit deeper. What'd you say, 320? He's right now 320. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. Um, so yeah. go get him and before his ADP gets higher. Yeah, I do <laughs> think that people are going to start drafting him now, now that they know that, oh, like this is probably the second guy on Houston. Yeah, yeah. Definitely could see a lot of innings, you know, signed a good contract, should be getting his work in. So yeah, I wouldn't sleep on him. His 2019 numbers were really good. ERA of 3.51. 
178 uh, Ks and 159 innings, and I think that those innings could be even higher uh, mm. in 2021 now that now that he is probably the second guy on Houston. Right. Yeah, who would you who because who do they have on Houston right now? They have, it's uh, probably between either because. Um, um, Framber uh, Baldus is that his name? Baldus, yeah. Yeah, he he's down with an injury. He could be gone the whole season. Oh shit! Um, so now you're looking at so Zach Greinke is definitely their yeah, number Zach one, um, and that's probably another reason why they got Odorizzi in the first place. Yeah, because oh, uh, true. was because Valdez went yeah. down for a season. But then you're looking at who is the number two? Probably either Odorizzi, Lance McCullers Jr., yeah. um, maybe Christian. Don't want to say his name because I'm going to butcher it. Apparently, <laughs> um, Javier, like Javier, Javier, yeah, whatever. I feel like that's um, what it is but uh, i do yeah. think that realistically it's jaco to rizzi's job yeah. to lose right now yeah, probably yeah. between him or lance mccullers jr and I, I think he'll he'll win it out so yeah 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 fair enough no that's very good guys that is our fantasy sleepers for the 2021 season let us know guys in the comments down below who of these sleepers do you like is there someone else we missed because there was a crap load that we're going undrafted yeah. so there are definitely a lot of guys that are definitely sleeper potential that can make a boom on the free agency and you got to pick them up early so let us know guys in the comments down below mm-hmm. and you can also check us out on spotify breaker anchor radio public and google podcasts also make sure to like subscribe ring the notification button and also if you'd like to win the jersey today jace is the code and if you're 18 or older or gambling age then please use it and become part of our community of monkey knife fight players uh and uh, three dollars a month will get you on our patreon tiktok instagram twitter blah blah blah. social media handles they're in the description yeah yeah, yeah. guys thank <laughs> you so much for watching and go jace go